Do you have a book report due tomorrow morning? Do you ever find yourself at a fancy party and feel like you can't contribute to the conversation about fancy books? Is there a gunman at a local Denny's holding you up explaining that if you don't tell him the entire synopsis of War and Peace, he'll kill you? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to No Need to Read. Come gather around, it's story time with Nicholas Just Rally. There is no need to read with Nicholas Just Rally. If he's wrong, it's not a fault. Take everything with a side of salt. Come gather around for story time with Nicholas Just Rally. Welcome to No Need to Read with Nicholas Just Riley, where Nicholas Just Riley explains books so you don't have to read them. I'm Justin Mullins. I'm Xander Wells. I'm Nicholas Joseph Riley, Frito bag on the side of the road. <laughs> Last time we left off, we were in the middle of getting The Hobbit explained to us, the classic Tolkien book, the first one that started them all, famous heist book. And we basically went over the gist of, well, what the main characters were. Bilbo, we got through the dwarves, we got about the wizard, and they made their way to the mountains where they discovered something called a golem and that's where we left off so we have the party of nine in a cave up in the misty mountains where they are camping for the evening when they are uh met by one named golem who who nick you you briefly explain we won't get into this because most of his backstory is in lord of the rings Gollum was once a, a hobbit who discovered a magic ring is now corrupted by it he's old and he's wrinkly he's he's decrepit and but he's holding on to life he's mm-hmm. very barbaric very. he is not like civilized like at all it, like what kind of <clears throat> just just so we can get a good picture of Gollum what kind of clothes does he wear uh loincloth dirty loincloth dirty singular dirty looking loincloth loincloth yeah it it barely covers the front but there ain't no ass to show so it's barely covering there's probably not much to show on either end like when you're that old and like because he's been well he's been living out in the elements for so long you know and it's just dangling around down it's really gonna it's probably really gonna do a number on on his naughty bits okay yeah i'm saying that's Uh, what the tolkien wrote about that he did. He went into extensive details about a four-page-long description. <laughs> and had a poem. But not, but not in the Hobbit. Not in the Hobbit. No, no, that was no, all in the Silmarillion. All in the Silmarillion. Oh goodness. Um, so, so, uh, so Gollum, uh, like I said, he's 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 a, a malformed, a, a corrupted Hobbit, shall yes. I say? Who um, kind of crawls? He crawls more than he does walk. Yes, because like a lot of older people, you know, the knees start to give out. So he has to support it with his forearms <laughs> by crawling around. So he just kind of like army crawls so, around. But, but I, is it like army crawls? Is it more like 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 he's a four legged beast now? Like he's a beast of nature. He's like a four legged beast now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's 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 like he's a, quadrup- a deformed he, beast. He's quadrupedal at this. point. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Um. So, uh, Gollum let's just get an idea of what you know obviously in a book we we don't really get to hear these characters much we last episode we got to hear a bit of the song which we we don't normally hear from books but we got to hear a little bit of it let's hear a little bit of what Gollum might sound just based on what we see in the book uh what what Gollum might sound like yeah okay so imagine that you are the dwarves and bilbo over on the other side of okay. the cave gotcha right, so you're hearing this from the other side of the cave 
Shit. So he is just gargling rocks. <laughs> he's just essentially. Is, yeah. he, he just, he's just talking to himself? Uh, well, he's talking to the ring because he is oh. crazy and obsessed. Uh, once once again, once again, we don't want to give too people too many too much information about like the ring and gongs. Mm-hmm. Once again, this is the Hobbit, right. not Lord of the Rings. So well, it, the is, ring... it is just we'll just call it the Magic Ring. The Magic. Ring. Gotcha. He's obsessed with the Magic Ring, and of course, because he's old and he's got those little slippery thingies, he drops it. And of course, he's got such terrible eyesight from being such a mouth. He does live so, in a fucking so, cave. So he. Yes. So what you're telling me is that that he runs up like he runs up like well sorry so they're in the cave and, and yes. he he's he's probably trying to like he probably doesn't get a lot of food he's probably going to try and attack these people but then when he sees them he is that was oh. a dog hello doggo so he sees them and is like oh shit i got i gotta get out of there i gotta because mm-hmm. these people are probably too much of a threat for even well me. he sees that they have swords they have swords, and they're yes. probably what like they're they're probably wait. He's like, I'll probably come back when I'm sleeping, when they're sleeping. Right? Yes. So, but in doing so, he drops. Yes, because since he is quadrupedal, he runs with his hands and feet, <laughs> and also because his only <laughs> set of clothing is the loincloth. Not a lot of places to keep the ring. Yeah, where does where does he keep it? So he was holding it in his grubby little mittens. And then it slips out because he's trying to and, run. And you mentioned, and you mentioned before that um, you mentioned before that that the ring will turn you invisible. We'll get to that in a bit. So he was probably going to use it to like turn invisible yeah. to sneak up on him, but they they caught him too quick. So he drops it and runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, and what from what I know is that uh, they see this and they're like, "Oh, that's probably not too much of a threat." Bilbo, why don't you go sneak up on? this little creature and figure out what's up so we now have Gollum running away uh and bilbo uh going to pretty much investigate yes um so what happens when bilbo finally catches up and meets meets with Gollum? they have a little tussle a little tussle a little tussle a little tussle a little wrestling as they, they call they it they wrestle a little bit they fight. Who's who's probably who would who's stronger of the two? Well, you would think Gollum because he's bestial. But see, here's the thing: he's got those old little bones. He's been <laughs> malformed, living in a cave. He doesn't do weights. Yeah. He's not getting any cardio. And here's the thing: he's not, getting any, he's not getting any sunlight. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing about Bilbo: Bilbo has been walking a lot. He's building, he's building up cardio. He's, he's building up muscle. He can just His do a solid kick. So he's doing like jujitsu and just like kicking the shit out of him. And with feet that big, oof. He also has a sword. He does. And Bilbo, being a smarter lad, eventually pulls out the sword. But the sword, ooh, spooky, starts to turn a different color. It turns blue. Why? Oh shit! Yeah. And if you listened to last episode, you would know. That sword turns blue when orcs are nearby. Fuck. So you're telling uh, so but Gollum's not an orc. True. And that's what throws him off. He's like, hold on. I'm fighting this little f- freak right here. <laughs> Why is this blue? And then it kicks in. Oh, there's more enemies nearby. Okay. So of course, Bilbo being the Chad that he is, <laughs> slaps the shit out of Gollum, takes the ring, and runs. And Gollum being a weak little beta. Sits there, unable to do anything because a he's got those weak little bones. Just got whapped. Wow. He's recoiling. 
Wow. So he just takes the ring and run. They don't talk or anything? I mean, they talk, but also Bilbo doesn't want to talk to him. And look at him. If, if you could picture Gollum in your mind, and I, I, want, I want everybody to do that right now. Picture in your mind, Hobbit. So half a human size, shrunk down. Now imagine bones, just like skin and bones, and eyes, big old eyes, st- barely any strands of hair on his head, pale skin, paler than the moon, fingernails that are probably so destroyed, chipped, that they could they would cause lacerations just touching your skin. Wow. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little like trash gremlin. He is. He is a little trash goblin gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. Okay, cool. So he just, he just takes the ring. So, so Bilbo slaps the shit out of, out of, Gollum. Yes. And, and takes the ring and runs. Takes okay. the ring. Okay. Cool. Wow. Wow. But there is now the looming threat of orcs. Of orcs. So where, where are the orcs at this point? Well, that's the thing. The sword sting. Is more like an omnidirectional sort of sensor. It does not point to where the orcs it's just, are. It's not like a trust rod. It like just glows. Like it right, just orcs glows. around. Yeah, if they're nearby within they're, range, um, so he knows they're close. Real quickly, there. What is an orc? For those who've never heard of orcs, an orc. So imagine a human. We're gonna go back to this. We're gonna we're gonna de- we go, we go to humans human. first, and yes. then we make our yeah, creature we, from yeah. Them. Because we are such a self-centered people, humans. Truly, we really think of everything in terms of ourselves. Exactly. So I'm going to show you in terms of yourself. So imagine human cut down a little bit shorter, not hobbit height, but not human height. In between there. They're like dwarves or they're a little taller? They're a little taller, but here's the thing. They are hunched over a lot of the time. Mm. Yes. And they... So they're just short hunched over people? Yeah. But like, but like probably like, they're, they're probably like feral. Yeah, like right, what, like they got to be dangerous. Yeah, if they're if they have a name, if they have a blade that glows when they're around, surely they're more than just a short, hunched over person. Exactly, they are dangerous. They're built strong, built for tough. Some would say, and they probably like. <laughs> speaking of for tough, like I would be really scared if there were like sixteen Ford trucks all together coming my way. You wouldn't want that. <laughs> I mean, I'd be scared if any so they, trucks were coming my way. <laughs> and that's why you wouldn't be taken on this adventure. Yeah, one orc or sixteen, but they probably like they probably stick together, like hunting packs. Yeah, they know. do. They're 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 organized to an extent. There's probably more than what the the seven dwarves, oh, one hobbit, many more, many more. So the sword glows, and then finally they see him coming, and it's a fair they, few in the cave or in the mountain. Uh, they they get out of the cave because they realize, okay, oh, so we gotta go. So they they get out of the cave, right? Mm-hmm. And Gandalf okay. and all the dwarves and and, and they're... is Bilbo with them? Uh, Bilbo is on his way with them. Okay, they're leaving too, but th- since they're further towards the entrance of the cave, they hear it, so they're dipping. So they just see them and they run. Yeah, they're gonna start running. Well, at first the dwarves are like, "We're gonna fight this. We're dwarves. We're stubborn." And then more and more keep coming, and then okay. they realize, "Oh, maybe we're not outfitted well." What is what does Gandalf think? Yeah, about all yeah. What's what's Gandalf doing? Because like Gandalf is not. He's not. He's like, tougher. Than he's everyone. tougher. He's hardier than. Well, you think the the dwarves would be hardier. Gandalf's been As around. we established yeah. before, Gandalf saw like six of the line die. And, and Gandalf, yep. also we established, is probably really not a wizard. Like He's, he's a probably, fighter that has He probably a magic has a little stat. bit of magic ta- magic power, but he just got a fucking great-ass sword. Exactly. And so he's thinking, maybe I can test it out on them. But then he starts seeing more and more coming, and he realizes, man, if I were like had a lot of magic, I probably could do something about that. Nope. 
So they dip. They run. They get out of there. Okay, so they run out of there. Mm-hmm. All of them, Gandalf and the Seven Dwarves. Um, and Bilbo, so Bilbo meets up with them eventually, or? Yes, he does They've meet got, up with them this eventually. Is, this is after he beat then, the shit out of Gollum. And yeah. he has the ring now. Yes, he has the ring. So what is, does he do anything with the ring? Does so he... as, as he's running, eventually, some of those orcs do see him, and they're going to start making their way towards him. Now, the thing about orcs is they are also quite quick. And but Bilbo is still kind of quick, but they start they start catching up. <laughs> they start catching up to him. So he he feels an urge to put on this new okay. magic ring. Okay, so he he doesn't know it's magic before. He just knows it's a ring. He knows, he knows it's, a it's a ring, and he knows that Gollum definitely wanted to keep that so ring. So he feels an urge to put it on. It's probably valuable, at least. It's probably yeah. I mean, it's a gold ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he feels an urge to put it on. He puts it on, and of course, yep. As we've said before, turns invisible. Turns, turns invisible. invisible. That's a great. That's a very valuable item. Very and in. Why is that so important? We'll we'll talk about it later on. We'll get to it. Why is it so important that he now has a magic ring that turns him invisible? Well, now, he already has been brought in for, you know, the burglar slot and heist. Mm. This is one heck of a power-up. He can now be invisible. So it means that Smaug can't see him. Now, it's kind of like the perfect, it's like the perfect little thing that he could have gotten. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. And you would say probably, like, once he realizes this, He's going to be more confident in his abilities to be a burglar. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I would be if I could just turn invisible. I would steal so much stuff. Yeah. I didn't think you would steal. Like, okay, let, let's take a moment here. You <laughs> said in the last episode that you weren't willing to kill somebody for a That's house different. in this market, That's but you're different. willing to steal. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't steal anything. Turn I wouldn't steal anything valuable, but I would definitely take like food because people need food to live. In food, is, food, is val- you just, food is valuable. Well, yeah. Yeah, food is valuable. Yeah. But it's like food is also something that's a little bit more like, because imagine if I could steal food, then I could just go and give it to people. If I could turn invisible and just do it. So you use that as a superpower almost. Yeah. Like for the greater good. Oh, yeah, baby. You know it. Let's move on. <laughs> you seem disappointed in me. So, so uh, Bilbo puts on the ring. What, what happens? Well, then. After, after he turns invisible, of course. He, he looks around. And, of course, when you're invisible, the whole world looks different because you're invisible. So there's like a nice little effect around him. He's like, oh. Everything looks weird. And that's how Tolkien describes it in the book. Yeah, like, he says, it, "Oh, this looks weird." It's like three like D when you wear three D glasses. Almost. Yeah. Is, is it red and blue like, like that? Yeah, completely. <laughs> describes that perfectly. As we know, uh, Tolkien was a huge fan of three D three D movies. <laughs> did he see Mission Impossible? In, in he 3D? did see it in three D. Wow, Gosh. that's wild. That's that's jeez. So, do do we ever hear from Gollum again in in, in the Hobbit? In yes, because Gollum, of course, obsessed with the ring, is now going he's to get it back. Go, he's gonna go. Out wow, really? He wants Gollum? that ring back. I mean, he's probably still reeling from the fucking smack he took. Yeah, the smack yeah. he took from Bilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo just backhanding Gollum across the camp. All that cardio. Who knew been Bilbo working. was such a badass? Too. I know. I know. When I think of great he's, badasses, I think of Bilbo. Well, he's really, I think he's Bilbo really Baggins. I think we're really capturing his character. Arc yeah. This, this is time. what this is what Tolkien envisioned. Exactly. It's not what he envisioned. It's what he, he wrote. wrote. Yeah. I know. I'm. I'm talking to the professor here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so does Bil- Bilbo get past the orcs? Does he have to run past the orcs to catch up with his party? Yes. Now, like any good heist movie, is the stealth part. He's sneaking through all these orcs, just sneaking through, weaving, bobbing, dodging. 
that's him so he gets past him so he he's like fucking probably you know slapping some ass on the way there confusing everybody <laughs> yeah he's, he's sending confusion through the ranks oh uh, the confusion tactics Slap yeah, the ass. So that probably also slows the orcs down i know like we had an army of people and all of a sudden they're just like people are like whoa what's that what's this what's that they're probably going to get a little confused slow down yeah perfect uh perfect scenario for bilbo to just run through so he so he catches up with his group um they're probably taking a rest because they they probably didn't get a great sleep yes um, not a great sleep not a great sleep you know they were disturbed by Gollum, and then they ran into a bunch of orcs and they had to get away um so they so they take some rest now nick this next chapter we're not really going by chapters but this is about this time is the start of a new chapter i know it's one of your favorites it had each chapter is titled and we haven't really been going over this but this particular chapter is i know one of your favorites because it's called out of the frying pan and into the fire please explain why that's your favorite and what it means in the context of the story what what is happening to justify that chapter title so as you know things have been bad and some would say when things are bad you are in the frying pan and yeah. when things get worse whoop you're out of frying pan into the fire okay because so that's what happens because like, things get worse how so just how, all they, downhill they just they just got to they just got out of orcs what's worse than orcs what's worse than orcs what's what's the next thing more orcs more Shit. orcs Sit. how many more are we talking yeah we're talking quite wow. an abundance of orcs wow all so right. they so they meet up <laughs> Oh, you look like a magman. Are you all right over there? Oh, you I'm like doing it. Is, is, is it that intense of a chapter? You're looking like you're having trouble. It is. Sorry, I'm going back to my first experience of reading it. it was, oh, really? It, it's truly. It was, that, it was that visceral? It was that visceral. Is that many orcs? Is that yep. a fear of yours? It so is. Right. It's a huge no, this fear. Is this is perfect. This is perfect. So, so this is exactly how I remember it, too. So they have, they just escaped orcs. So they have orcs still coming after in one way. And then they like, oh, take a rest, breather. Bilbo, did Bil I sh I, Bilbo shows He's up. Back. Yeah, right? Bilbo and, shows back. And, and, they, and, and they realize, let's take a moment. Like Bilbo probably also sneaks in, does a little surprise and like, ha ha, you didn't get me. But does he tell them about the ring? No, of course okay. not. He's like, you that didn't see sense. me coming. Because I, he knows this will make him so much better uh, in his role in the heist. And, and he doesn't and, want anybody stealing that thunder. And they're probably really respecting him at this point. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a fair survived. amount of respect. He survived. Yeah. He got past the orcs. And he snuck up on his own party, which they were like, I don't know he's about this. He's proven that he's a burglar. He's proven yeah. that he is a sneaky motherfucker. Yeah, he's, yeah, sneaky, he's a little sneaky boy. A little sneaky boy. <laughs> but right when they're like congratulating Bilbo and about to take a rest... What the fuck? There are more orcs more, coming just, their just way. Just a ton more orcs. Just so yeah. many more orcs. Gosh. So so what happens? I mean, they run from these orcs. They can only run so much. They can only run so much. I think Gandalf would have a trick or something. Yeah, does, Gan does Gandalf do anything? Like, he finally is like, if his back's against the wall, is he going to do something about these orcs? He finally, after running for so long, and I mean, they've been training with all this cardio of walking, but this is new. This is running, sprinting. They aren't. This is this is not what they're used this to. This is Tolkien at his highest. It, yeah. it it really is. Running is Tolkien's highest feat. It is truly. He was an older man, so running was a big feat for him. He's always an older man. He's, from the moment he was born. That's 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 not inaccurate at all. That's not at all. <laughs> Jeez, that's probably the truest thing we've C. said. C.S. Lewis this. is laughing right now somewhere. We probably said this, this is the truest thing we said on this podcast so far. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure I understand what you're talking about. Me neither. <laughs> 
So what's Gandalf do? What's his what's his secret? What's he gonna do? Yeah, how do they get away from the orcs? Secret weapon Gandalf whips out because all of his magic is in that staff of his. Is uh, it's called Orc Be Gone. <laughs> what's it do? Orc Be Gone. Is it a spell? Yes. What's it's it do? It it makes wow. all the orcs go back the way they came they, they just start going the opposite direction yeah they do they still want to go with really? the same like power and anger but they've just been they completely just, turned it's around a, it's an uno reverse card it is that's exactly what it is gandalf actually out of the top of the staff pulls out an uno reverse card and throws it at the wow. orcs and they turn around wow so is it uno at that time well, no, Uno is based off of this moment. Yeah, Uno's based the off the card. He probably wasn't really gotcha. called Uno, but he did pull out a card, like a reversal I mean, I do, card. I do think it. I recall, like, the Tolkien estate suing Hasbro. He threw it He threw it down, and it had these little arrows that go opposite towards one another. And it gotcha, just sent them away. Okay, that's, that's wild. All of them. Cool. Um, well, that's, so, that's that's better. I thought So he like... finally does some kind of magic. I don't think we've ever seen Gandalf do magic. Do magic? This is the first time we've seen him do He's magic. He's done little things, but nothing warranting, like, oh, wow, that's that's magic. Yeah, for a guy who says he's a wizard, like this is the first time we see him do big. He sounds more like he's a con artist. Yeah, honest. Me. Yeah, the more I'm hearing about this Gandalf guy, he doesn't sound like that good of a dude. No, he isn't. But we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah we will. We'll get in because you know, long story. Gandalf has a lot yeah. going on. I, I will say to to the listeners uh, that don't know Nick as well as Justin and I do, Gandalf. Nick has mentioned is one of his heroes. I mean, Nicholas, when we first met sure. him. This is not a joke. Nicholas dressed up as Gandalf. And trust me when I say that when I call him a con artist, that is not an insult to Nick. Oh, oh not uh, at all. It, when I call him a con artist, it is an insult to Nick. So that's the dichotomy here. Right. But but when it comes from me, he really takes it as a, as a compliment. Um, so he throws <laughs> down this Uno reverse card, repels all the fucking orcs. And so are they scared of him or are they just, they feel like they, they have to go. They feel, like they, go the they, feel they have to go the other way. Okay. Shit. That probably makes them pretty wow. angry though, right? That's yeah. Probably gonna, that's probably going to be a grudge. So now they have like two, two, they have beef with two, two entity, groups of orcs. two groups, yep. well, two groups of orcs, not only two groups of orcs and Gollum. And Gollum, and Gollum at this point, so they're making enemies along the wow. way here. They are to fight one big enemy. So, so, so does it? So, like they they universe them, and then what do they do from there? Well, we know what they do. Yeah, to get from one point to another, they have to walk. They walk. Fucking, that's, that's walk. the only form of travel they use. And only form. Wow, wow. But here's the big part in the story: while they're walking. They get kind of through that one mountain pass, as we know, yes. and they get to some actually more lush green area. There's some forest on the other side, and Gandalf feels, I just got rid of a bunch of orcs. It's now time for me to kind of take some rest. And I, me and the party, so he takes them, so there's a good friend on the other, on the other side of these mountains that he takes them to. Um... Who is this good friend of his? Now, this is going to be... It's a pretty major moment. It will Jeez. be the second wizard we see on screen. On screen? Radagast. On screen? Yes. In, in the book? In the book. Do you... You don't read your books through a screen? <laughs> I, oh, you, I, oh, you, you read, read it on a Kindle. You read it on a Kindle. Yes, of course. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I have... 17 physical copies at home but as you know the human hand has oils that do damage paper right. okay so tolkien's real right. is true way to see it was through kindle truest way he actually said right. that on his deathbed right <laughs> the only way to experience my work is on a kindle 
Right. So, so Radagast. So Radagast. So Gandalf leaves him with Radagast. He leaves him. Well, he doesn't leave him yet. He takes them. Takes them there. He takes them to Radagast, who then. How does Radagast feel about these visitors? Well, who, who is? Let's give a brief description. Who is Radagast? One sentence. Forest wizard. That's okay. <laughs> that's a sentence. You know, you know yeah, that, that is a sentence. That's enough. That's, that's enough cool. I'll me. take it. So he's a forest <clears throat> wizard. How does he feel about having these guests? He he doesn't really like them. Radagast is, as I said before, forest wizard likes the denizens of the forest, natural animals. That makes uh, sense. I, I yeah. feel that. He likes to live among the trees, the plants, the the animals that inhabit the forest, and you know who are not denizens of the forest? <laughs> who? Fucking hobbits. Dwarves. And dwarves. dwarves. I mean, dwarves from the mountains, hobbits from the hills. Man. Exactly. Not from the forest. So, so, so you're telling me that he's not really he's not really keen on having these guests. No. So how does how does Gandalf how does Gandalf convince uh, Radagast to take in these guests? Much like because uh, Gandalf <laughs> is a is a wizard, and Radagast yeah. is a wizard. What a wizard! Right, we've established this. He pulls rank. He says, <laughs> pulls out his dick yeah. and says, "Radagast, mine is bigger than yours. You will let me stay like, in your I, home. I'm taking yeah. sabbatical. <laughs> you are in charge." <laughs> exactly. So wait. So Gandalf's. You said he's a gray, right? Yes. So what is Radagast? What is Radagast? Radagast is brown. Okay. And right. as we know, brown is a worse form of gray. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a color of poop. That's a ti- exactly. It's a title, right? And it's Correct. like a, it's the robes they wear. Yes. And of course, that's all explained in the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion, which we will cover in episode nine twenty eight. No, nine oh two. Nine oh two. My bad. Thank you. Remember, after War and Peace. After War and Peace. After yes. War and Peace. Um, so, so, so wait. Are there ranking? There's rankings to these wizards. Yes. How many are there? Is it just Gandalf and Radagast? That'd be pretty no. shitty. There is one above Gandalf. Okay. Then there is Gandalf. Then there is Radagast, and then there are two more below them. Below and, Radagast, and those don't even matter because they're so low. So yes, we're not they even are just gone. Yeah, we don't they're have to do. We don't have to get. We're not even going to talk about them because they're so not shy. at all. They'll be, they'll not so, even a little bit. That'd be so ridiculous if they brought that all up in the Hobbit and they brought it all like all the other wizards in. Yeah, it, it, it would really ruin the story. It really would. It would. So, it would absolutely destroy it. Absolutely. And the fact that you're even bringing that up is a little bit of an insult to Tolkien's <laughs> legacy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I don't want to insult Tolkien. I just wanted you know that we we didn't alienate any viewers. Oh right, right, right. So so they drop off a So he says Radagast guest i'm pulling rank right now you're gonna have to let us rest here so th- they rest for for a good amount this is of like on the time. outside like the outskirts of the woods right yeah uh, yeah this is out so yes, it's on the yes. other it's, it's right through the mountain pass so if you're thinking so the mountains are like a vertical line no and well no no they they it's like the mountains are like, like the mountain range yeah, yeah is like a line and they have to kind of go through the mountains and then curve their way back up which means they have to go through some other uh, landscapes. Right. So they get through the first set of, set of mountains, and uh, then they they come to Radagast Estate, in, essentially uh, in this more woodsy area, but like right outside of a large forest. Um, so they rest there for a long time, and you know they they get nourishment. You know they really feed themselves in their soul. Yeah, as much as yes. Radagast doesn't like him, he seems to be a very nice house guest. Yeah, almost it, better than Bilbo. Exactly. Uh, the, man, the dwarves really have a style of just going into people's homes and making them. <laughs> <give> and, them <laughs> shit. Um, so kind of what they did to the the orcs. 
you know yeah they did yeah they, run <laughs> they tried in, to they least. yeah they run in and um they're just kind of it's, they're just squatters they're really just squatters trying to get back home to be honest so it's it's a noble venture um so finally they have to leave radagast uh but as i think uh xander was kind of alluding to before gandalf is he's tuckered out yeah he's like i gotta take a break he actually cast a spell he, yeah, he. I, I mean, that probably took a lot that out of him. Yeah, it took, took a lot, lot out of him. It was like old. the first spell he cast. We like cannot years. forget that Gandalf is fucking old. Yeah, he's old. All right, he's older. Uh, yeah, hold it. Approximately, how old is? He? So to the hop, to everyone else, he says he's like, oh, I'm like a hundred, hundred and fifty. Which in Tolkien's universe is not out of the out of the normal. People no, 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 not out of the normal. But he is, and and this gets explained much later. We won't explain it now. He is much older than that. So, yeah, so he's, like, older, way older than 100. Yeah, way older. So he's like, I got to take some rest. I'm I'm banking out of here. You all are are good. Like, you can take care of yourselves. I think you can get the rest of the way to the Misty, uh, to uh, to Mountain Prime. Yes. In the in the top of the Misty Mountain. So you're good there. Um, just uh, follow whatever Radagast says on how to get there, and you'll be good. So Radagast kind of tells him, how to get there but he says they have to go through uh, a big forest what the name of is forest primus <laughs> prime forest <laughs> just like how the mountain is the biggest you've noticed in the Tolkien verse most places do have similar naming conventions right so in the, so we have the misty mountains with mountain prime and then forest primus forest yeah forest primus. primus he wanted to mix things up a little bit but yeah. still keep the general name i heard, I heard they have a, they have a wicked bass player in oh primus. shut up all right <laughs> and uh so he says to, to go in you have to go in through forest primus but he gives them two pieces of advice what, is what are that? the two pieces of advice you got to be real careful in the forest. Okay, that's one. That's, that's one. one. Let's just be real careful. And I mean, to be honest, they that's really pretty, haven't been through a forest. That's pretty general, yeah. though. Like, what do they have to be careful of? Like, why? There's a lot of nasty things okay. in the forest. Well, what's the second piece of advice? Get to the mountain. That's the advice. That's it. <laughs> Shit. He hasn't been real helpful, but he did let them stay at his home. So not, you know, not real helpful. But he does tell them basically continue to be, continue to be careful, and get to where the fuck you're going don't yep. come back here wow. don't yeah. come back to me never that. come back never to me. come back to me never come back here leave <laughs> do not return if you come back here i'll be kind of upsetting that's the quote from the book yep he says that's, that that's a direct quote interesting so so they go to this forest and what's it like yeah much Did- darker than they expect because there's big trees Kind blocks of out a lot the of light. It's blocks almost like it's almost sun. like being in the caves again. Almost like being in the caves. Almost, but it is now much more uh, like greenery. Around. Um, besides, of course, walking. Is there any sort of any more trials? Yeah, any and more trials and tribulations they run into? Oh, there are there are plenty, but I think there's there's too many to go. So we'll go over just like one or two. What's uh, the big one? What's what's like? Let's say the first big one. Spiders. Spiders. Oh, Spi- you mentioned this. In the yeah, you mentioned. Episode. Yeah, because you said that they, they sometimes hang out in the in the Misty Mountains. Yes. So spiders. Yeah. Big, so big spiders. Like how big? Like we're, like, talking, we're talking about tarantula big. Well, no, we're talking probably around. Like so, we're gonna go back to human centric ways of imagining. Okay, size. so imagine a human first. Yes, imagine a human first. Now I want you to imagine that human getting in a 2007 Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> And that's the spider? Uh, and no. And then 
make it so it's four Hyundai Sonatas kind of in a square. Oh, they're huge. They're they're quite large. Not not just big. Not just like the size of a person. They are massive. The size of four 2007? Um, yes. Hyundai Sonatas. Hyundai Sonatas. In a square. Yep. Okay. So what happens? Like they run into these spiders and they yeah. just. Yeah. What's going on? Well, of course, spiders are hungry. They're hungry. They want to eat. And they have some fresh meals coming right, right yeah, through here. Going after they get some dwarf big, juicy, and hobbit snacks. big juicy dwarf and a hobbit. Yeah, and uh, those dwarves are wide. There's a lot of meat on them. There's a lot of bones. meat on them. Is there anything special about the spiders besides they're big? Uh, the spiders uh, do talk. They do. They yep. do. That's pretty significant. Like, yeah. And many, I think many creatures in Tolkien's universe talk that traditionally wouldn't talk in our universe. Correct. Yeah, so it's, sp- it's actually how he differentiates. Spi- them. Spiders talk. Wow, that's wild. So are like they're 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 are they like social? Yeah, or are they like so? This is a trial. Are they bad? They want to eat them. Obviously. They're bad in the way that like a predator in the real world is bad. Like they want to eat. They want to exist. Yeah, but if, I, so if I'm getting chased by a bear in real life, it's not going to say, "Haha, I'm chasing you." But we're also well, saying, you also can't talk to the bear. But we're also That's saying true. we're also saying that the spiders aren't necessarily evil. They're just hungry. They're just hungry, and they are the predator, and these people are the prey. Correct. So here's, of course, how they get past them. Okay. They were just at Radagas place, and as you know, the dwarves do love food, and did take a lot of food. So how do they get past the spiders? They just share some of their food. Say, so just give some of this food? They say, wow. They say, here's some food we wow. took from this guy over here. Let us pass, please. Now, is there any, do the spiders have any names or anything? Yes, they do have names. And I'll name the uh, the four biggest ones. Okay. okay. Yeah, the, the other ones are, are minor characters, and I don't think we really have That's the That's fine, we don't have here. to name all. How many of them are there? Uh, there, plenty, all, lots of. We don't large... have to name all plenty of them, but yes. What are the four names? Well, there's the four names, and then there is, uh, as you know, spiders are born much like many creatures, and there is a mother to these spiders as well. Uh, and the mother is also palling around, and I will explain her name as well as the other four <laughs> okay. major spiders. Well, we're waiting. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Keep going. Do yes, it. Yes, don't yes. stop. Uh, uh, her name is Shelob. Shelob. Okay. Yes. And the other four spiders are Tahuka, <laughs> Spartleknack the Wise. Spartleknack the Wise. Yes. It's got a title. Yeah. Greenwich the Powerful. <laughs> the Powerful. Yep. Poor Tahuka. Yeah. And Darnag the Observer. <laughs> wow. So Shelob, Tahuka, <laughs> Greenwich. 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 Sorry. Get it right. Garnath. Oh wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Those are some. Those are probably Tolkien's craziest names so yeah. far. So far, why just she and Shelob's the mother? Yep, that's a simple. That's fun. Portugal. Well, I mean, Shelob obviously got their name. She, she lobs spiders. Yep, she lobs them spiders all <laughs> over Middle Earth. All and the reason she doesn't have a title herself is because. Well, she always wanted one, but you just don't give yourself a title. <laughs> Somebody it, has to give now it is to this, you. Is this in the Hobbit or the Cimmerillion? Uh, this is also explained to someone. Okay, Gosh. you need to quit cutting over. It's okay. Hey, I mean, I a, enjoy the lore. It's a thing. It's a thing of Tolkien's universe. We're just gonna have to get there. Yeah, um, well, too. I think this is a great place to take a break. We will be right back. We want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you have any suggestions on which books you would like us to cover, have any complaints, comments, or hot takes on our podcast, or if you simply want to say hi. 
You can find us on Twitter at no need to read pod, or you can email us at no need to read podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and back to the show. And we're back. All right. So we left off with uh, the group escaping the spiders by giving them a handful of food. So they obviously have to go to uh, a new trial because that's this book. There's going through trials to get to the end of trials, your walking, trials, walking, trials. That's essentially how it is. So the, this part is the yeah, walking. It's very, very much. Uh... And we have already gone through. Nick has so expertly explained elves. Elves of Tolkien can vary. So we already saw Rivendell, uh, home of the elves, who are uh, some, while they have some beef with the dwarves, uh, they're a bit nicer. Um, but we do also have elves who live in woods. They live in Forest Primus. Mm-hmm. It's particularly in, particularly in Forest Primus. So the party coming... Um, off of a they've been have they've had a rough track like they've rested a bit but they've had it rough it has not been an easy travel to try to get try to get to mountain prime at this point not at all so when they come across this beautiful city inside forest primus mm-hmm. of course we know that this is probably none other than another elven city correct they're probably going to ask to rest a little bit more mm-hmm. at least some provisions they yeah. probably don't have much food left since they gave most of it to the spiders yes they weren't eaten by the spiders yes so what happens when they encounter these wood elves yes so the other elves in rivendell were they had good ish relations with these dwarves. They also had Gandalf with them. They, they also, did. Yeah, we don't have Gandalf at this point. Friend and Gandalf, tall, intimidating, big sword, bigger staff. <laughs> but here, they lack him. And these elves don't like dwarves. Like, at all. At all. They say, fuck dwarves, you short little bitches. You're going to prison. <laughs> Why do they not like dwarves? As well, he, we, he's we already explained, explained that earlier. The, it's the whole, they're different in every it's way. It's the door sizes. It's the I door just wasn't sure if it was the same thing for it's these. Pro- I would say it's probably amongst, it's all the same. It's always, always the door sizes. Always been door sizes. So you say, he's sending them right to prison. Yes. He's like, they're, wow. I'm not even They saying. arrive, he whips out a card that says, you go to jail He's the leader of these elves. Mm-hmm. What's his name? His name is... Blondity... Blondity. 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 Not Blondie. No, Blondity. Blondity. That's how you know it's Elvish. That's how you, it's an Elvish name. Sounds, sounds like an Elvish Tolkien name to me. character, Blondity. Blondity. So Blondity whips out a, basically a go to jail card and sends each and every single one of them to jail. Now, you and I both know it's probably not a great idea to put, you know, what, eight, eight people into a single cell that they can probably get out. Correct. So what does he do? Separates them. Separates them all. Puts all right. them in different including, cells. Including, you know, a dwarf king. Does he know that yeah, Thorin's dwar- among them? Dwar- yeah, essentially a dwarven heir to the throne. Yes. But Blondidity says, of course, <laughs> that he doesn't give a shit <laughs> about the dwarves or their royal lineage. Wow. He says, fuck them. So he captures all of them. Captures, captures Bilbo them. too? Yes, but only for a moment. Because Bilbo, as we know before... 
He's a slippery little boy. Because <laughs> he got that ring. <laughs> he got that ring. He got that ring. That so little... he just slips out. <laughs> just slips out? Slips, slips out of his out of like at what point? Is he put into a into a cell? Yeah, he, he slips put into out? a cell and then immediately leaves. He immediately slips. He out. just turns it on, turn turns on the invisibility, pops out of his cell. Yeah, he boom, really pulled the wool yeah, over Blondita's eyes. Yeah, he did. So what what does he what does he do at that right point? Over. What, uh, so it's probably going to be hard to move. Like, how does he get it? Is he going to get everybody out? Is he calling it quits? Yeah, what does point? he do? I would say Bilbo at this point is having a hard time justifying tread. Like he has encountered so many, so many. If hard... I was him, I'd want to turn back. I would probably yeah. go back. Is that something? What is? What is? What does Bilbo do? He's thinking about it. He really starts thinking about it. Yeah, and he is gonna try and head back. He's going to try and He's head back. He's going to try and head back. Yeah. He's so going to he... leave behind his party. Yes. So, but here's what happens. He takes two steps outside of this new Elven city and then realizes, oh, fuck. There's all those spiders out there. That's right. He, can't... I, he, he doesn't have the food to feed them. But he has the ring. Exactly. But here's the thing about spiders. Webs everywhere. Yeah. He may he, be invisible. He would still probably get caught in a web. That's exactly. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, shit, I do have to go back and save my party because there's... No way I can go out there alone. <laughs> so he was going to run away, but then he realized he'd probably <laughs> he die. Comes back. Yep. He's like, I need some Again. help. <laughs> 100%. So, so what is his plan to get his friends out of jail? Elf jail. Elf, yeah, not just any jail. Elf jail. Yeah. It's crazy. Elf jail's crazy. Well, <laughs> as you know, with every good heist movie, there's always a member <laughs> or members... Well, yes, this was progenitor to all heist movies. That's true. That's yeah, true. it's the blueprint. Yeah, it's the blueprint. And I'm saying that for most of our audience has probably seen quite a few heist movies. So I'm referencing it. Oh, uh, yes, classic literature and heist movies, hand in hand. So how does he yes. get them out? Well, of course, he tries to come up with a plan. He goes to Thorin and he's like, bro, we got to get you out. And we got to get all the dwarves out. Yeah, all seven of them. All seven of them. And and he's like, hmm, maybe there is a way out of this. Really? So he sounds like he's telling Bilbo to go look for an escape route. Yes. All right. So and and as we know, Bilbo probably this is a big this is a big place. They're probably like in a dungeon. Big. Yep. Yeah. He probably it probably takes him a long time to look for this thing. He probably takes like weeks. Probably, it, 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 it I, you know, Tolkien time is a bit different right. than our time, right? So it, it's probably about a few weeks Tolkien time of right. him searching because also he does have to be stealthy the whole time, the whole time, and like there's probably elves everywhere, and they're being guarded yeah, everywhere. It's, it's not like they're not being guarded. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just locked up and thrown away. They're being guarded. So he find so he we presumably I I assume that he finds the escape hatch. Or like escape route. Yes, yeah. escape route. Escape route. So, so how does he? He finds a place to escape, but how's he going to get the dwarves there with all the elves around? Very, very easy. What he does is he goes back <laughs> to Thorin and he says, "Guys, I forgot about the one major thing. You're all really short, just like me. They're all really tall. You're going to be out of their line of sight. All we got to do is army crawl the whole way." <laughs> So how did, but how do they get out of the cell? Like they're probably in, you know, cells. Oh yeah, of of course. So Bilbo, being a very sneaky little boy with his invisible ring, goes around and looks for a key. 
okay. to get them out. Okay. Because as we know, all jails are locked with keys. Every single one that I've ever uh, seen. Yeah. 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 Every single one I've ever been in. Yeah. How many? Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> so he gets the key uh, and unlocks all their cells and says, hey, listen, if, as long as we army crawl on the ground. And, and does he say army crawl? Is, but just we're using that colloquial I mean, Tolkien term. was a vet. Yes, he was. He was a veteran. And- <laughs> This is one of the. This is one of those moments where the author puts a bit of his own history into yeah. his work, and he, and, and he uses the term no. "army crawl. crawl." Yes, you know the trenches of France, Elven jail, same thing. Same thing. Same so, thing. So he says, as long as we army crawl out of here, I can get you. <laughs> I can get you to uh, to the escape route, which is conveniently located. Uh, there is a river that runs through Forest Primus, and particularly right through. Uh, the elven city so he's like all we have to do is get down this river but the trick is it's 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 a dangerous river it's moving fast very dangerous how do they get into and down this river so as has been previously stated dwarves and hobbits are both relatively small the only <laughs> difference being that dwarves are much wider okay what is something else that is also short but a little wide that a person who is short could fit in that's right barrels oh, okay. a so lot of barrels where the, why are there all these barrels well the elves do need to store things and barrels okay. are quite a good storage method. that's great i mean so are you a professor of barrels too well yes he's an expert of all things of all things of yeah, all things true. barrels included in but, things but of course this is not a barrel podcast this is not no need to barrel this is no need <laughs> no this is not barrel. no need to barrel <laughs> So they clean out all these barrels mm-hmm. and stick them in one by one. And of course, Tolkien is, is he, he puts a lot of, uh, puts a lot of trust in his reader to understand that this is a pretty good plan, but there is one problem with it. What's that problem? That problem is that elves, while not able to see things on the ground, will see a barrel in a river uh, yes that makes sense <laughs> oh gosh so so the problem is that the elves are probably going to see the barrels once they go down the river correct that's the biggest issue a hundred percent do they do anything about it or are they just like oh we'll take there we'll, goes the barrels there goes the bar- or we are is the party and bilbo going to be like ah, we will just take our luck going down the river bilbo has had over this journey pretty incredible luck if you do admit they they managed to scrape their way out of a lot of very bad situations yeah so bilbo wanting to cash in on all of his luck at once says fuck it we're going down this river right now so he just gets the key unlocks them all they army crawl to the barrels to the barrels get in the barrels bilbo just kind of shoves them all in yep shoves them down the river shove them down the river wow how does bilbo get down the river bilbo you can also fit in a barrel. So he gets in, he gets in his own barrel. He gets in his own barrel. Do they like close the lids of the barrels and whatnot? No. So they're just floating. Oh, okay, I get it. So they're like upright and they're just yes, kind they're of upright, upright in the barrels. <clears throat> they're like bobbers. Now it is it is quite dangerous and very hard because you do have to manage your weight and everything in it. But the dwarves, hardy people, mm-hmm. strong people, they have very symmetrical centers of balance. Very gravity. symmetrical. <laughs> They have a perfect center of gravity. Yeah, Johannes is a fucking tank. Like he just perfect sturdiness. Built like a solid brick of mass. Yeah, Johannes is like he's probably their their toughest dwarf. Probably. 
<laughs> so they're they're going down the river now and they escape the elves is there any other conflict there with the elves or well i mean the elves obviously seeing the barrels because they go oh fuck we don't put barrels in rivers this isn't bourbon <laughs> they start shooting at them barrels because as you know elves do love a good bow but see here's the thing bilbo is quite a lucky boy so they don't get hit by any He's got a lot of luck. He does. Very lucky. Do you think it has anything to do with that ring? Probably. I would say as a master of the Tolkienverse, that the ring is definitely giving him some it's luck. Kind of it a definitely luck kind of, kind of uh, pulls the odds in his yeah. favor. Okay, yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. Yeah, it is a magic ring, and it may have more than one property. We don't know. You'll have to check back on episode 902 when we talk about the Silmarillion. Yeah. Right after uh, War and Peace. Right, right after, after war and peace. peace all right so um so they go down the river and usually they probably would not have taken this path oh no they probably would never never really followed the river but with bilbo's exquisite luck this river just so happens to take them to the nearest place they could get close to their destination it's a place that's probably closest to mount prime it is it is it is a town closest to mount prime right right at the edge of what they call the desolation of smaug the the ruinous cities that smog destroyed when he took over the mountain smaug i'm sorry i smaug yeah you really can't call him that it's kind of offensive i i'm really sorry i thought i thought we were better friends um we might have to edit that we'll see um (laughs) so sorry smaug Smaug, um, what is the name of the town that they now arrive to? Well, since this town is named by humans, it, of course, has human naming conventions. Right. It's called Rivertown. <laughs> Rivertown. <laughs> Rivertown. Take that down, people. That's going to be on the test later. Rivertown. So they arrive at Rivertown, uh, supposedly a town located right on the river. Right on the river. Um, and these barrels do end up, they kind of wash ashore right at the Rivertown. Right at Rivertown. Right at Rivertown. Um, and uh, d- like every place they've gone before, what do they do next? They walk. So they just get to Rivertown and then walk? No, they're walking in Rivertown. Uh, yeah. Well, like I, what I was trying to get at is that they, every place they walk right into and say, "Oh, and, and wait, take, what do they do when they arrive at someone's they, home?" They usually take what I want. So this is a new town for them. Exactly. And that's what they do. Yep. So what what are they met with when they go into Lake? Or, sorry, Rivertown. Yes, it's it's a river, I, and there is a town nearby called Lake Town. Yeah, but this isn't it. This isn't <laughs> it's it. not as close though. It's not, yeah, not as probably. close. Yeah, it's it's yeah. too far. Lake stupid. Town's further down. Can you imagine like it's going to a place town. named Lake Town? That's so dumb. Stupid. River Town's much <laughs> absolutely <better>. ridiculous. <laughs> never addressed anywhere in the Tolkienverse. <laughs> Honestly, it's a place on the map that's never visited. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so so what? What are the feelings when they're that they're met with at this river town? Humans are very awful in the Tolkien books. <laughs> they're so they're that bad. They're so they're mean. They're so racist. Jeez. They see a hobbit and a dwarf, and they go, "You're too wide, and you're too short." Wow, Jesus, they got yeah. some problems. But see, here's the thing: dwarves still built. 
they're still strong. Yeah, so they can't really push the dwarves out. They the can't. Dwarves... So the dwarves still take all the food they want. <laughs> they're like little manlets. You just can't shove them over. You can't break them down. Their center of gravity is, as we said before, perfect. Yeah, Johannes, perfect specimen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're met with just racism, probably some vitriol. Are they told to get out of town, or like what happened? They just say well, you're not a, you're not welcome here. Well, then Thorin comes out. Yeah, and he says, "That's my mountain." Oh shit! Right over there. You guys see that? And technically, this is in the purview of my mountain. He has a title. Does he give his title? Yes. What's his says, title? I am Thorin Oakenshield, king under Mountain Prime. <laughs> And they go, oh, fuck. I didn't realize you were that guy. We, we're not racist towards royalty. We're just racist towards dwarves. We're not racist towards royalty. We, oh, oh, shit. Oh, you're like the fucking king? My bad. You no, know, I'm real sorry for that up your shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that back. And you know what? At first, the dwarves are like, mm, I don't know. There's some insults. And they're like, hey, we got a lot of food and drink. And they're like, all right, bro. That's All fine. is forgiven. Especially after, you know, how long did they spend with the elves in jail? Like, you, you know, know, they spent probably upwards of a year. <laughs> really? <laughs> a, a whole year. year. See, it's... Bilbo had to be real stealthy about yeah, trying to yeah, find an exit. Can you imagine? He was wearing those 3D glasses for one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one... You see red and blue for a year. year. His eyesight's... Not holding up. He's probably losing it. Yeah, he, gosh, he's probably tripping right now. So we, so Rivertown, Rivertown, they get so, a bunch of supplies. They get a bunch of supplies. This is this is essentially their last stop before they they go to Smaug. Yeah, Mount Prime is right there on the horizon. Mount Prime is currently in view. Yeah, they can get to it. Yeah, they can get to um, it. So once they're in Lake Town, they gather up provisions. They head on their way. As they near Mountain Prime, what are some of the feelings that and, and thoughts that are going through their minds? They're they're about to meet the the cause, the person who has taken their livelihoods and killed their family. What is going through their minds at this point? They're going through what the exact things are going through their minds are like, wow, we've almost done it. The journey's end is here. We're going to get my fucking family jewel back and say, screw you, dragon. Take our home, and we're going to live in peace forever, and nothing bad so is going to happen. they want to take back the whole home from the dragon. Of course. They got their britches up. They survived all know, this. They got luck on their side. That's a lot. They're feeling, so lucky. They're feeling so lucky at this point that they they think they can do anything. Let's they got yep. Bilbo. I've, they don't even fucking need Gandalf I've done, at this you know, point. Exactly. I've, they've proven that they don't need I've him. I've gone for double or nothing at a craps table, but like generally when your odds are like, you know, I don't know, seven dwarves versus a fucking dragon... That's pretty intense. You would think, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, you're right. Thank you all so much. Uh, please tune in next time as we continue our discussion on The Hobbit.